0: All right, welcome to quarter four, day 50 uh, of our year-long study of the New Testament. And today we're going over 1 John chapter 1. Let me get that pulled up real quick because I'm going to go ahead and just read that whole chapter because it's only 10 verses. We proclaim to you the one who existed from the beginning, whom we have heard and seen. We saw him with our own eyes and touched him with our own hands. He is the word of life. This one who is life itself was revealed to us, and we have seen him. And now we testify and proclaim to you that he is the one who is eternal life. He was with the Father, and then he was revealed to us. We proclaim to you what we ourselves have actually seen and heard so that you may have fellowship with us. And our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. We are writing these things so that you may fully share our joy. This is the message we heard from Jesus and now declare to you. God is light and there is no darkness in him at all. So we are lying if we say we have fellowship with God but go on living in spiritual darkness. We are not practicing the truth. But if we are living in the light, as God is in the light, then we have fellowship with each other and the the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. If we claim we have no sin, we are only fooling ourselves and not living in the truth. But if we confess our sins to him, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all wickedness. If we claim we have not sinned, we are calling God a liar and showing that his word has no place in our hearts. So out of that whole chapter, verse 8 stuck out to me today about how we are fooling ourselves if we claim we have no sin. Kind of reminds me of conversations that I've had before with my wife where she has accused me of looking at myself through rose-colored glasses. But that's what it is, right? Fooling ourselves. We don't want to do that. We want to have opinions and understanding that is grounded in the truth, right? So what does it mean to live in the truth? Let's break that down a little bit today. I think first and foremost, it is probably understanding what is true. You know and that's not always easy there's probably a lot to that when we think about what is true we have to think about what sources we are relying on for the truth you know about anything we're 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 considering to be true i mean is our source wikipedia is it what your friend says is it the bible if we agree that what the Bible says is true, then I think we can probably then go a little bit deeper and ask, well, what does it mean to live in the truth? Not just know the truth, not just know that the source of what you're counting on is is true, but live in the truth. And I think to do that, we have to probably start asking. How, how do I fit into this truth? You know, how, how do we fit into everything that Jesus and his followers talk about in the Bible? We acknowledge what the Bible says is true. And, you know, it, it, it's true whether I believe it, you believe it, somebody else does or doesn't believe it. It's, it's true. We believe that it is just true. But, to go a step further and say, well, where do I fit into this picture, this story of truth? What what does it mean for me? And, and it's, I think it's kind of like asking, God, what do you want me to do with all this information, with this truth that is expressed in the pages of the Bible? And the answer that I'm kind of hearing today, as I think about it, is, God may be saying something like, spend time with me. Get to know me, Jay. I'm the God of the universe who came to earth as a as a man, you know, sent my son to the earth, and the piece of me came to the earth as Jesus. I love you more than you can fathom. Get to know me. That's kind of what I hear when I think about that question today. You know, what do you want me to do with this information? And I think God's saying, get to know me. And I think as each of us spend that time getting to know Jesus, then we probably can't help but be changed by it, be changed by him, by the Holy Spirit, by Jesus' sacrificial love for others that he demonstrated. And maybe then we start to feel the true purpose and understand the true purpose that he has for our lives That that is, that is better than any other purpose we can come up with on our own, separate from him. To live in the truth is to count as more important everything that Jesus thought was more important. Loving others, following the will of the Father, you know, following that with, in Jesus's case, without regard to personal safety, you know, can can we do that? Can we follow that closely? Be that loyal? You know, counting all of those things that 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 Jesus thought were important as 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 more important than the pleasantries and the personal comforts we experience in the world. That's what I think about when I hear these. These words from John, First uh, John chapter one today, talking about living in the truth. Jesus was our example, and now it's our opportunity to to participate in that. So I hope that's good stuff to think about today. I'll go ahead and go into prayer for us. Lord, thank you for the uh, opportunity to hear the words of John. In this short chapter of the Bible, help us to listen, to ponder, to contemplate, but ultimately to act uh, in a way that we recognize the truth, but we live in it also. We, we see what our place is in it, where God is calling us to go, what he is calling us to do. Uh, help us to know in our hearts that your word is true and to follow it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Have a great day.